What is up, sister friend? Welcome to another episode of Heart to Heart with Coach Emily. Super excited to uh, talk to you guys this week. Um, I hope everybody had a wonderful first week in the new year. Got a chance to listen to last week last week's episode about intentions over goals and diving into that. Sorry, I'm a little distracted today. Um, I hurt my back really bad. Think from my freaking Peloton, and it is a pain I have never experienced before, and it is kicking my ass. Um, so we're dealing with that. Um, today is also the day of this recording. The day I recorded this, um, when this comes out, would be my second day of herbalism school. So I go to herbalism school on Mondays and Wednesday nights from six to nine, and then a couple Saturdays every month. Um, so on Wednesday, it will be my second class. Um, I'm super nervous if I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Maybe that's why I'm a little distracted today because it's the first day of school and always I was so nervous for school, but excited at the same time. Um, nervous for the social aspect, excited because I do love to learn and I love um, trying to be smarter, <laughs> something that I value. So I am very excited, excited to see who's in my class. I was even like nervous on what to wear today, um, but I'm wearing the ultimate outfit. I have a gray sweatshirt on gray, different color gray sweatpants and gray tennis shoes. So total outfit, but I'm pumped. I'm actually going to start, I'm going to record my journey in herbalism school on TikTok. Um, Cause why the hell not? Um, so don't follow me on TikTok. It's a different experience over there, but go ahead and check me out. I just post random stuff on TikTok. Um, anywho, diving into today's episode. So today, I this is going to be a really good topic, and I'm really excited to talk about it um, because I think it's going to be a challenging episode for you guys. Uh, so we're going to talk about money today. Money, money, must be funny. Living in a rich man's world. Oh, honey, honey, ain't it funny? In a rich man's world. Mommy is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about money today. You became an entrepreneur to make money. I'm is probably one of the reasons. You you don't have to hide it. You don't have to lie. It's okay to want to make money. I think we all kind of shy away from saying that we want to make money. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's you want to make your own money doing what you love. That's one of the reasons you become an entrepreneur and you get to kind of decide to an extent, right? How much money you make, right? You want to grow a big business, you want to be a millionaire, right? What does that look like? Long lots of mentorship right? Scaling, lots of scaling, depending on what kind of business you run. There's many levels to it. And today I wanted us to talk about how your relationship with money is more of an energetic topic than you realize and is a good like tool to reflect on what's going on with you energetically. And so you do kind of have to start off from the beginning with your relationship with money, because for a lot of us, our money mindset and how we think about money comes from how we were raised to think about money. I feel like a lot of us do not do the work to decondition our relationship with money. It's just kind of something I hate that money is like something you don't talk about. I hate that money is something that's like it's none of your business kind of thing. It's like this weird. It's so weird. Humans are freaking weird. You know that, right? And everybody values everything differently. And your money is the greatest uh, 
reflection of what you value and what's important to you. And, um, but as a child, we all grew up very differently with money, whether you grew up wealthy, whether you grew up middle class, whether you grew up poor, even whatever those classes you are, there's like subcultures within those classes of money. It's, it is the most wild, wild thing that is not talked enough about all that money, all the energy money is given is like, make more, right? Make more money. You'll be happy. Make more money. You'll have this make more money. All you should be focus on is making more money. And I definitely want you to make more money, but I think that you have a lot of deconditioning um, around money as an entrepreneur, as a beginning entrepreneur um, that you need to talk about, you need to get into. And I say this because I also had my own issues with money and I'm still working a lot of issues with money. So heart to heart, as always, is about being connected, being open, being honest, pouring my heart out there so it can help you with your heart. So, damn. Um, let's. So, I'll talk. Start by talking about my relationship with money. So, I grew up poor, which I told you, and I think poor is a relative term. But from for where the community that I lived in, I was lower class. Um, most people that I went to school with, their parents worked together. They were all going to go to college. Their parents were going to pay for college. Their parents bought them cars. That was kind of like the community that I grew up in. So that was not me. Um, I grew up, um, I'm, my family is divorced. My mom is a hairstylist and my dad put in um, sprinklers in high rises in DC. And those are both not, there's nothing wrong with those jobs, but they don't not, like make a ton of money. My parents weren't making six figures and we grew up poor. Like, I mean, sometimes my mom couldn't buy groceries and my dad lived in, I lived in a trailer park and um, me and my sister knew not to ask for things. We did not ask for things. We weren't, we didn't expect to get anything. We would, um, you know, share meals if we went out to a restaurant. Um, we were not like, my parents just didn't have that kind of money. And my whole life, it was all like, you need to work hard, work hard, work hard to make money. And I saw money in a way of like, it's not important. Like one of the subcultures of poor people, I would say is like, they don't value money the way they should or like respect money the way they should. So it was kind of like, you get it, you spend it. You get it, you spend it kind of thing. You'll get more of it if you work really, really hard. And there wasn't any of this like wealth, this like, let's grow wealth. Let's like, break the cycle kind of thing. And I get it because my parents didn't grow up that way. They weren't taught those things. So I kind of had that same mindset. Also like poor, poorer, lower class people judge rich people. They do. And rich people judge poor people. It's so weird, but humans are the weirdest, right? We know that. And, um, you know, I grew up with like, oh, it must be nice. Or like my mom be like, I don't have a rich husband to buy me these things. Or my dad would be like uh, prideful of the fact that we were poor and we made a, a very decent life and we're happy. And that rich people weren't happy, kind of like that kind of story. And so I had a lot of a lot of a lot of feelings about money, but I knew that if I made money, I could make whatever life I wanted. Um, and so growing up, I started working when I was like, I want to say I was 15. 
you remember, if you're listening to this and you lived in Crofton, I worked at Damon's. I was a hostess. Um, that was my first official job. Um, before that, I like babysat and stuff to make money. But at a young age too, my parents started making me pay my own bills. Like I, if I wanted a cell phone, I had to pay for it. If I wanted things, I had to pay for it. So I got a job and working hard is a huge value in our family and, and is something that you receive um, love from, hence my performance-based love conditioning. And so I worked my little tushy off, two jobs, three jobs, my whole, most of my life. And um, every job I had, they're like, Emily's our hardest work girl. I'll never forget. I worked at this place called Christopher's and I was a bus girl and I took that job so seriously. I was like, I'm gonna be the best damn bus girl this town has ever seen. And my nickname was Speedy because I got shit done so fast. And the restaurant, everyone in the restaurant called me Speedy. Uh, Speedy, not sweetie, Speedy. Cause I was Speedy Gonzalez up in there making money left and right. And I loved working. I also loved making money and I would pick up extra shifts and I would get money and I would lose it and I would get money and I would lose it. And this taught me what this taught me, which isn't necessarily was, isn't the lesson I probably should have learned, but this taught me that you can always get money back. There's always more money. You can get more money. If you lose money, you can get more money. And in a way, this is a great way to think about money. It's kind of an abundance mindset, but at the same time, it's not very strategic or smart because I would spend money. And then I would just go make more. I'd be like, I'll just pick up two extra shifts. And I'll make it all back. And it was our girl math, I guess, is what you could call that. Um, and so I would just make more. I would just make more money. But this fed my stress addiction cycle. Okay, bigger picture, energetics here. What happened was, is that I realized that I would get into a stress response. Oh, shit, I don't have any money. Work harder. Go put yourself in a bad situation bad situation being overworked and you'll make more. And I did that for most of my life. Um, when I was married to my ex-husband, um, we were the poorest of poor, poorer than I was when I was a child. Um, at one point we got to the point where I was only, this part is still tender to me. It makes me cry. Um, I was only eating food out of cans cause that's all I could afford. <laughs> and, um, all my money went to pay. Binks is being a heathen right now. Hold on, pause. They're scratching stuff. Um, where was I? Oh, it was just, it was awful. And I was working three jobs at the time, but it was just like stress response. It was almost like this addiction to the cycle. And energetically, I didn't realize that I was setting myself up for this cycle over and over and over again. I'd get $500 working hard one night. I'd spend it all. Uh, you know, it was just so toxic. And, um, it wasn't until honestly, I, I, and she's been on this podcast before her name is Sarah Jones. If you don't follow her, she's keeping up with the Joneses FC on Instagram and you can check out her episode as well. It is phenomenal. Sarah is a wizard. Um, I didn't realize this was my cycle and, and the energetics of money and how it was showing up in my life. The other thing I felt like I had a sense of control over money because I knew if I worked hard, I would get more and I have control issues as a child born of trauma. Um, that's how it manifests for me of control issues. I have control issues mostly over myself more than anything else. And this high expectation for myself that, um, 
I don't really place on others. I only place on me and that I must do, 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 whatever it may be. And so money was a great reflector of that. And through my deconditioning part of money, you could look at my bank statements and know exactly where I was mental health wise. Wild, wild. Okay. So crazy. So if I am not doing well, not doing well, I will shop like crazy. I'll just give money away. I'll just spend on random shit. I like disconnect. It's like I snap the wire in my head and I'm like, it's not real. It doesn't matter. And I will spend money like crazy. That is like my, that's how money energetics, like your money is everything. I mean, think about it. Your money is your vote. Your money, your money says a lot. Where you spend your money is where you put your time and energy and you put your values, right? And you can look at someone's bank statements and know what's important to them because of what they're spending their money on. You don't spend money on shit you don't care about. But if you are dysregulated and you have a really bad relationship with money, you can look at someone's bank statement and know what's going on. It is, it's just like when you look at a client's macros, they've tracked for a while and they keep messing up and they show you what they got going on. And you look at it and you're like, Okay, so we clearly have some emotional eating happening here and they may not even realize it because energetics is everything. It shows up in every corner of your life. And as an entrepreneur who is going to be working with money for the rest of your life, this is very important. And you do have to start with your personal finances before you start with your business finances. Because your relation, you have relationships with everything in your life. You have relationships with your house, your food, your plants, your money, your computer, your water, your whatever. You have a relationship with everything. And so your relationship with your personal money versus your business money are two is two different energies, right? Think about it. Think about how you treat the money in your business banking account versus the money in your personal banking account. Probably very differently. I know for myself, it's true because, and until when I started to dive into this more and more, I learned so much about myself. I learned what, how to, how to notice when I'm in like, oh, I'm spending a lot of money, like on clothes or whatever. What am I trying to hide? Or I am swiping the credit card and like blanking, blanking out because I don't want to know what it actually is. Right. It is a good reflector. And so how you, your relationship with money plays a big, like big deal, I guess is the word, plays a huge factor in the success of your business and your fulfillment in your life. Because think about it. If you have a bad relationship with money and there's so many different ways to have a bad relationship with money, how is your business going to grow, right? If you're scared to spend on a mentor or if you overspend on like, frivolous things or if you like constantly hire a mentor when you don't need to or you know think about all these things these are all due to energetics and how you're making decisions and how you're showing up in your life my relationship with money has improved immensely and i have less dysregulation around money because i use a strategic plan that grounds me and doesn't have me making decisions based on a feeling or based on um an old thought process. Now, obviously we're human beings and you're going to fall back into old behaviors. It's just how you operate. You're a person, but the more you become aware of it, the more you can change it. So for example, 
this is very fairly recent too. After my wedding, I spent a lot of money on my wedding, which was the game plan, right? Like I'm not ashamed of that. More than I had expected one thing Sarah taught me. You think one thing, budget a little bit over because you always spend more than you think you're going to spend. But um, I spent more than I thought I was going to spend. And dysregulation came in, right? That scarcity mindset of like, how are you going to pay all this off? How are you going to handle this, right? And so with the healing that I have brought to money, I was able to get to a place where I was like, okay, sit down, budget all out plan it all out. And then you have it in place. And then you don't have to make decisions based on emotions. You make them because they have been laid out strategically. And this has helped me even more with my deconditioning around money because my brain automatically goes based on my trauma and my past to just work harder. You'll make more. It'll be fine. And there's a time and place to work hard and grind. I'm never not saying that because I do think grinding is really important. And I do think it's important to work hard. There's a very core value of mine to work hard. Like you get one life, you need to make it happen and you need to work really hard to make it happen if that's what you want, because everything is, you have that choice to make it happen. And so I don't mind grinding, working hard. It's when you're doing it with the right energy, when you're doing it with the incorrect energy, where you're working your tushy off because you're moving from a scarcity mindset instead of abundance mindset and from a space of openness and love and acceptance and all of in abundance versus closed and contract uh what's the word contracted those are two different energies and so the money you're spending or investing or working hard for is coming from a different place that's why like if you've ever been on a sales call and you're moving from a scarcity mindset of like shit there's not enough money in the bank account i need to book 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 these calls and then I need to close them all. And you're going and you're like, you're just, you're just on a rampage. It doesn't feel as good, right? It does not feel as good. But if you're being strategic, if you're following your game plan, if you are working on coming from a place of like, I just want to help this person. I just want to help them grow. Those sales calls go better. It's the same thing, guys. All of this stuff is interconnected. And most of you as entrepreneurs don't look at your bank account enough. You don't strategize your money. You kind of live on a whim, buying shit without thinking about it. Like you're a grown ass woman. It is time. It is time to take control of these things because when you do and you work on your relationship with it and you realize your relationship with money, you can make a difference in how that goes in the future. You can make changes. You can show up better and allow yourself to be more regulated when it comes to money because there's so much to like. I could go on a million topics here. Like, if you feel greedy from taking other people's money as a coach, that's a tough one. But that goes back to what's your relationship with money? Why are you greedy? What? Why is it bad to have money? Why is it bad to spend money? Why do you, who do you, who is judging you? Who cares, right? Like what, there's something, there's always something deeper there. And for my, for me, it was just that repetitive cycle. Like I still, it still comes up all the time. Like, and I, and like I said, there is a good side and a bad side to it. Like there are times where I am like, well, we just need to work harder. We're not showing up. We need to make more money and that's okay. But if I'm doing it from this scarcity place, not okay. Or from a disconnected dissociation, not okay. Right. So really dive deep and ask yourself, sit down, I just keep biting my lip, sit down, ask yourself, what is my relationship with money? How do I feel about money? How do I feel when I don't have money? How do I feel about people who have money? What are my thoughts? What are my judgments? Right? Start there. 
start with understanding your personal relationship with money and then the rest will follow. But you have to dive deep on it. We aren't here in heart to heart to stay the same. We're here to get to grow, to understand ourselves so that we can help others to grow and understand themselves. It's a ripple on effect. And money is a huge part of being an entrepreneur, especially if you want to hit 10, 20, 30K, 50K months. You can't do that from with a bad money relationship. You got to be in a good place. You got to be able to make an impact without all this gunk hanging around. So remember, energetics is everything. Everything has energy. Everything is connected. It really is. And money is an amplifier. Whatever you are doing, whatever you're feeling, whatever your energy that, it will amplify that. It always amplifies. So really be smart about how you use your money and really get connected on how you use your money. If you are looking to dive deeper into your personal energetics and you really love all that I talk about here and you're looking to get a little more, my scholarship closes on Friday. So I'm giving away one five session mini pack for energetic scheduling. And there is a special bonus I'm going to be giving in that pack an additional one hour call for human design reading, which is the part you guys are most excited about anyway. And so I'm, I decided to add that in just to make it a little extra spicy, a little extra special. So make sure you check it out. Um, the link will be in the show notes. Um, you get, when you do the, when the winner will receive the five session mini pack, you get an, one energetic audit. So we look at your current schedule, go over your current energetics, look at how everything is going. Then you get five after that one. So five one-on-one, one-hour sessions to continue um, like optimizing that schedule, diving deeper into your human design, working through any personal development or energetic challenges that come up through our sessions. And then you will get one optimal energetics custom schedule at the end. You have 24 five um, tech support for me, as well as you get access to the energetic ladies group chat. So it is pretty awesome. It's over seven hours of time with me. So a lot of time together um, as we continue your personal development as an entrepreneur. So let me know if you have any questions that does close on Friday. I will be picking one winner. Um, and then, yeah, let me know if you have any questions. I hope you guys have an amazing day and I will talk to you soon.